0: Good morning, kind folks. This is your KVMR morning news update for Wednesday, March 30th. I'm Steve Baker. We'll wade in some water news and election worker home addresses. That in a moment, but first, we'll start with regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley today, mostly sunny, high near 61. Tonight, low 42. Tomorrow, warmer 67 and mostly sunny. Sacramento, gradually becoming mostly sunny and a high of 67 today. Tonight, low 47. Tomorrow, warmer, 75 and mostly sunny. Truckee Tahoe, today, partly sunny, high near 53. Tonight, low 24. Thursday, 55 and mostly sunny. Placerville today, cloudy early, then partial sunshine, high 62. Angels Camp today, 66 and partly cloudy. Nevada County Public Health reports five new confirmed COVID-19 cases Tuesday. Out of over 16,000 cases since the start of the pandemic, 21 are active. One person is hospitalized, none in intensive care. That's what Ubinet is saying. Governor Gavin Newsom's administration unveiled a $2.6 billion environmental peace treaty on the Central Valley's overtaxed rivers yesterday. Uh, That, according to the Sacramento Bee, the deal calls for farms and cities to surrender billions of gallons of water while contributing funds to help restore troubled fish habitats. Newsom's top aides call the 34-page Memorandum of Understanding a compromise measure that will leave more water in the rivers, but not as much as many environmentalists believe is needed to prop up ailing populations of salmon, steelhead, and other fish. And some key water users, such as the city of San Francisco, haven't yet signed on to the plan. Newsom saying... We don't have to choose between healthy ecosystems or a healthy economy. We can choose a path that provides for both. This is a meaningful, hard-earned step in the right direction. This latest attempt to create a grand bargain among competing factions in California's water world comes as the state faces a third straight year of drought. Many farmers have already been told to expect minimal water supplies this year, and on Monday, Newsom ordered urban water agencies to step up their conservation efforts. Election offices are making news. KVMR's Joyce Miller has this report.
1: This report is from the Associated Press and the Union newspaper of Grass Valley. Elections have become so polarizing that California is considering treating poll workers with the same caution as domestic violence victims by letting them keep their addresses hidden from public records. The AP reports that Monday, the state legislature advanced a bill that would add some election workers to the state's safe-at-home program. The program lets some people keep their physical addresses secret. It was originally designed to protect domestic violence victims. A survey of nearly 600 election officials from across the country by the Brennan Center found one in six have experienced threats because of their job. The bill would let some election workers and family members apply to the Secretary of State to use a substitute address in the voter file. The bill would apply to election workers who interact with the public or are observed by the public. The story goes on to quote Greg Diaz, Nevada County's Registrar of Voters, as saying he noticed a change after the 2020 presidential election, marked by just a whole lot of disinformation that prompted a lack of trust in our offices. Last year, during the unsuccessful recall of Governor Gavin Newsom, Diaz said there was shouting and intimidation at county vote centers that resulted in some workers leaving their posts in tears. The situation boiled over in January, Diaz said, when a group of people supporting the recall of the Board of Supervisors stopped by the registrar's office to check on the status of their petition. Some employees told them the office was closed, but they entered anyway and were not wearing masks as required, according to Diaz. The county sought temporary restraining orders against three people, and a judge granted one of them. Diaz said he intends to hire law enforcement officers to provide extra security closer to the election. He said, I've never seen anything like this before. I think it's just part of the job now.
0: Thanks, Joyce. And here's a piece of local history for you. A plaque honoring Chinese narrow-gauge rail workers has been designated a historical landmark by the Nevada County Board of Supervisors. The Nevada County Narrow Gauge Railroad Museum is sponsoring a plaque which is expected to be placed this coming summer near the Nevada County Narrow Gauge Railroad Kiosk at the corner of Sacramento Street and Railroad Avenue in Nevada City. It will read... In the race to build the western portion of the Transcontinental Railroad, the Central Pacific Railroad recruited over 10,000 young men from China, creating a skilled and dependable workforce. Upon completion, many of these workers who had come to America under contract for employment returned home to China. Others remained to find employment-building railroads throughout the United States. This site marks one end of the 22-mile Nevada County Narrow Gauge Railroad that connected Nevada City and Grass Valley with Colfax and the Central Pacific Railroad. After construction of the Narrow Gauge Railroad started in 1875, over 300 Chinese immigrants labored to build the railroad. They built the railroad grade over the rugged and uneven terrain between Colfax and Grass Valley, scaling canyons, filling ravines, and preparing the way for bridges and trestles. Using hand tools, horse-run scrapers, hand carts, and their determination, they completed the task in early 1876. Although considered more dependable than white workers, they were paid less. The contributions of Chinese immigrants were an essential element in the building and success of the Nevada County Narrow Gauge Railroad. The largest mine of rare minerals lies in the junk drawers of North America. By recycling your end-of-life cell phones, laptops, toothbrushes, shavers, and the like, the minerals can be extracted and made into new rechargeable batteries. The Rotary Clubs of Western Nevada County will be holding a collection of lithium-ion rechargeable batteries and devices this Saturday at the Lytton Building in Grass Valley from 10 a.m. to 2:30 p.m. You can bring all your old rechargeable devices, keep them out of the landfill, and help recharge the future. You'll find out more about this on tonight's 6 p.m. KVMR Evening News with a commentary from Christine Newsom. And now stay tuned for the musical time of your life and the Wednesday Morning Show with your host Lynn Heinz.